Steve Nerlich, Cheap Astronomy. Well, folks, it's time for another Astronomy Without a Telescope article, mainly because I'm still working through that period of the boss being on leave and having just left a couple of things to get done. Although now it's kind of at the point of... But in the meantime, here's the 23rd of January 2010 edition of Astronomy Without a Telescope, entitled More Than Meets the Eye. Whatever hectic pressures may be at play in your life, you can always look forward to one quiet moment each and every week to peacefully contemplate the night sky. I refer, of course, to when you have to take out the garbage, or as the Americans would have it, the trash. Bin night observing receives less attention than perhaps it should in the astronomical literature. The chance to check out the night sky once a week, and at about the same hour of the night, gives you a chance to experience the difference between solar and sidereal time, since the same stars now rise about 28 minutes earlier than they did the last week. And of course you can quickly check the ecliptic for planets, and for the moon's phase if it's up. Rarely there may also be opportunities for educational outreach. A neighbour, aware of my astronomical tendencies, once asked me what happened to the Milky Way, which she recalled seeing as a child. I didn't consider this a dumb question, since I remember seeing it as a kid too. These days it really is a ghost of its former self. So we had a useful chat about light pollution, and then she said it. What's that red one? Is it Mars? Not being on the ecliptic, of course it wasn't, and the proximity of Orion's belt was a bit of a giveaway. It's Beetlejuice, I told her, which was a name she remembered from a Douglas Adams story. And then our bins in place, we said goodnight. That's what you call astronomy advocacy in 60 seconds. But I really hate that colour thing. I've spent literally years unsuccessfully squinting to try and make out the allegedly red colour of Mars or the yellowish tinge of Saturn, but as soon as I get someone else interested in the night sky, they start picking out M-type supergiants. It's not that I'm colour blind. I manage just fine in the daytime, But for me, bin nights have always been a strictly black-and-white affair. That is, until now. I recently saw that Mythbusters episode about how early sailors wore an eye patch so that during a cannon battle, they always had one dark-adapted eye. Allegedly, this was so they could go into the powder room for more ammunition without having to light a match. As you probably know, it's all about the rods and the cones in your retina. The cones carry three types of photopsins that preferentially absorb red, green and blue, while the rods carry the all-important rhodopsin, which enables you to see in very dim light, although just in black and white. But you've got to be careful. A sudden exposure to bright light causes light bleaching. Normally, low-level light causes rhodopsin, which is a protein, to reversibly convert retinol, which is an organic compound held within the rhodopsin protein molecule, 
built up from and closely related to vitamin A, which is where all that dialogue about eyesight and carrots comes from. The conversion of retinol by light causes a structural change in the shape of the protein and is probably what initiates the electrical nerve signals which underlie our visual system. Now the rod cells in your retina are constantly at work to revert retinal so that your retina remains sensitive to dim light. But a sudden flash of bright light, while your pupils are fully dilated, bleaches all the retinal available, so your rod cells have to revert their entire complement of retinal before you can see in dim light again. Apparently it takes rhodopsin 30 minutes to recover from light bleaching, but it only takes 9 minutes for the photopsins. And hey, eye patch in place, 9 minutes is all I need to decant the kitchen scraps, grab the recyclables and wheel the bins out to the curb. Then, patch off, I can enjoy an Opsons optimised monocular view of the night sky and yep, there's that little hint of orangey red. Awesome. You should try it. In fact, I'd be grateful if everyone would try it and spread the word. So the next time someone in my street asks, Who's that nut taking out his garbage dressed like a pirate? There'll be someone nearby to explain, It's okay, he's an astronomer. So there you go, another astronomy without a telescope. There were a few comments about cultural language where a number of people genuinely didn't know what a bin was. A lot of Americans actually affirm they take out garbage bags, and they never use the word trash. Some English person chipped in with, it's all a load of rubbish. And then there were a number of exchanges about the Mythbusters story, which is almost certainly not true. A large ship with cannons probably had two separate teams, where one team just stayed in the powder room in the darkness, with dark adapted eyes and quickly passed stuff to the people outside who were in daylight with bright light adapted eyes firing the cannons. That was all fine and really the whole point of the Mythbusters episode is to demonstrate that if you do put a patch over your eye that eye does become dark adapted so if you pull the patch off you do have a great dark adapted eye ready for astronomy. That's true. And if you're interested, this was actually the second ever A-what I'd ever written, and maybe sometime I'll get round to reading out the first. Anyhow, see you next week. Steve Nerlick, Cheap Astronomy.